if, if you guys haven't heard by now, yeah, this is the Nick Frazier Podcast, and you're getting the best genuine content out there. Right, fellas? Sure. Agreed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Frazier, as it says in the title. Back again for another edition of the Nick Frazier Podcast, episode 59. We're getting up there in the numbers. Yeah, just trying to find some time to record episodes week in and week out when I can. And uh, yeah, found some time this week uh, before Nashville SC take on FC Dallas in the third round of the Lamar Hunt Cup. I believe the U.S. Lamar Hunt Cup. Whatever, the U.S. Cup. That's cool. I'm just going to call it the U.S. Cup. Um, yeah, no, that's going to be the main talking point on this episode is Nashville SC. Briefly talk a little bit about, you know, you know the Nashville Predators and their uh, draft lottery, what has happened recently with that. That's, uh, that's kind of about it. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened this past weekend with Nashville SC's big win over Chicago Fire. And then to cap it all off, we'll talk a little bit about the game coming up against FC Dallas. And obviously, I can't forget, can't forget. Meals with Meatball. How can I forget? Tennessee Tasties, Nashville Nasties. That's how we're going to cap off this episode. So buckle up, strap it in. Let's go on for a wild ride on this podcast episode. And uh, before we start, I do want to mention, uh, recently I have been getting a lot of you know, messages, direct messages via Instagram, email, whatever. People are trying to figure out what is all going on with the SeatGeek code. So, yes, the Nick Frazier podcast is partnered up with SeatGeek to offer the listeners, the viewers of the Nick Frazier podcast, discounted ticket prices. If you use my code NFPOD, N-F-P-O-D, you get $20 off your first ticket purchase. And uh, it has to be on a purchase of $50 or more is what they've told me. And every time somebody has either used it with the purchase of $50 or more and it's their first purchase, uh, I've been told that they keep getting an error code. So what I encourage all of you, the listeners and viewers of this podcast, is to please contact me when that does happen. Direct message me on Instagram. Direct message me on – or just e- email me, you know, at the Nick Frazier Podcast or the Nick Frazier Podcast at gmail.com. Somewhere on the screen I'll link it. But – don't hesitate to reach out. I'll be more than happy to resolve that issue. Hopefully that is not a reoccurring thing that happens every time, but I would love to get this issue resolved so we can kind of go forth and you all can enjoy discounted ticket prices. So that being said, let's start this episode because I am excited about what we're going to talk about. Nashville SC recently just got done with their game this past weekend. A big win, 3-0 victory over the Chicago Fire. Another honey hat trick, and it's it's interesting because if you think about it, and you don't even have to think about it, you just got to look it up. Hani Mukhtar, two years ago, had a hat trick against Chicago Fire at Nissan Stadium before they built Geodis Park. Well, they faced Chicago Fire again this past weekend, and what happened? A honey hat trick. Three goals. It was incredible. And, you know, the the more impressive thing about Hani in this hat trick was that two of them came from the penalty strike. A lot of the people, listeners, viewers of just soccer in general that are fans are thinking, oh, it's a PK. Oh, come on, man. That That's a, that's a walk in the park. That's a gimme. It's a gimme goal. No, not really. I mean, if you look at the numbers from Hani last year when he took penalty kicks – wasn't his strong suit. Was not one of the strong strong suits of his game. And this year he's kind of turned it into a absolute weapon. I mean, this guy is kind of evolving his game and shaping it to be a complete player. I mean, Nashville SC has one of the more talented players, obviously, in the league, but also one of the more gifted, just 
overall gifted players, a special guy on the roster. You can't you can't seem to replace a guy like that, and uh, hopefully he'll be here for a lot of years to come and score a lot of goals and be a part of a lot of championships here in Nashville. But uh, with that being said, I just wanted to preface that because you know scoring penalty kicks it's not easy. It, it it can be a mental head case for some people. Goalie, goalies, they, they're all over the place. They go left to right. They're trying to play mind games with the penalty takers. So, like, it's understandable. But, you know, with Hani, he's able to – he's just changed his game. It, it's just wonderful to watch. And, like, the way he spaces off the ball, the way he gets, you know, drifts out wide and creates space out there, or he drops into the midfield and creates space for more of the forwards to overlap. Uh, you know, you have Schaffelberg and uh, Fafa kind of overlap him to create more of that – pacey counterattack style you know soccer where you can find you know space behind the left and right backs like kind of what Hani mentioned uh previously in one of the pressures that I posted you know just the way he plays is so almost next level to the point where you can't keep up with them so I, I love talking about that part of his game I love just talking about his game in general it's just fun to watch it's fun to just you know analyze I guess but yeah Nashville SC had a giant 3-0 win against Chicago Fire funny thing about that game as well Nashville SC had 30 shots it's like the first time since like I don't know mid 2000s that uh, in the MLS that that's kind of happened so that's pretty impressive Nashville is kind of setting some some interesting records there but also uh, Nashville SC won the corner battle they won majority of possession majority of time and uh, you know Going into halftime, I was thinking, man, I wonder, I wonder if they're just gonna, you know, go four or five at the back, kind of sit back and just kind of play, you know, keep away. No, they didn't. They came out second half, guns a blazing. First 10, 20 minutes, they were just full firepower. And uh, you know, I have to give credit as well because this is somebody I've talked about on the podcast, Lucas McNaughton, the new signing of Nashville SC. It was his debut this past weekend. Kind of filled in for Walker Zimmerman uh, around the sixty-third minute. He got subbed off for Taylor Washington, I believe, and uh, Daniel Lovitz then went to center back, and they went to the five at the back thing they did against LAFC. But just want to say hats off to him because he almost scored on his debut, which would be kind of crazy. So Lucas McNaughton did a really good job in the back. You know, he's a tall guy. He's six two, so they've used him in the aerial battles. They've used him on set pieces. I feel like they're going to utilize this guy really well in their offensive scheme. Uh, he's really good defensively, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, from what I saw in the first 63 minutes, he was he was challenged pretty well. I, I would say the first half, it was more relaxed. It was more nonchalant. But second half, from the 45th minute to the 63rd minute, obviously the legs kind of got tired. And But besides that, he was kind of digging down deep and kind of grunting it out and Working like working hard, and I mean that's kind of what you want out of your center back. So, um, I, I, in my opinion, I saw a lot of stability with him and Jack paired together in the back. Of, you know, the two center backs, um, and that's always good and reassuring because if you have like a center back like Jack, not trying to rhyme there, center back like Jack. Yeah, if you have a guy like him, uh, you kind of want to have some seniority that kind of guides him there. And I feel like with whatever pairing is back there with him. He is maturing week in and week out and kind of understanding the game at a better at a better pace to his knowledge. And I'm not a coach uh, that can kind of, you know, elaborate all that. But from, the, from what I've seen, he has progressed to be a better center back. So, um, yeah, I feel like Nashville SC is on the up and up. Watch out for Nashville SC. They're on the come up right now. They have, I believe, seven points in the last four games, I believe, which is 
pretty crazy. I mean, in league play, they're they're on the come up. Let's put it that way. You know, after the game, uh, I did you know went to the pressers, the coach's presser, went to you know Hani's presser, and uh, it's funny. You know, uh, that was the first thing after the hat trick. I asked Hani, and you know what? I don't even have to say it. Clip it over to him. Coach mentioned in his presser, you've had a hat trick in Chicago before, and now you have another hat trick today. Well, what is it with Chicago? Is it just something you like? Is it the jersey color? What is it? I don't know, to be honest. Um, you know, uh, I, of course, I watched uh, the videos, what Nashville posted um, about my hat trick two years ago. Um, it's always good motivation. Um, yeah, I, I, every game I try to give my best, and today um, I'm happy to, to help the team with three goals. So that's what Hani had to say in his presser. It was kind of funny, you know, asking him the question, like, well, what's going on here? Like, is it something with the jerseys, something with just the team in general? But obviously it was all good and fun. He, you know, had a good chuckle with it, and that's always great to see. And uh, I feel like as long as he's able to keep that nonchalant mentality and just kind of be dialed in at the same time, stay relaxed and calmed, I feel like this guy's going to have a great season. So uh, nothing but great things from Hani there. And uh, later on, when I went to the coach's presser for Gary Smith, you know, I, I mentioned to him because previously talking about Jack just now and, uh, you know, how he has developed into the center back he's been. And I asked him a question, and it inadvertently led to a different answer. But uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, so not hey, but coach, like what was the thing with, uh, you know, Jack's pairing with Daniel, all the above, yada, yada, yada. But, uh, and, you know, he, he ended up saying, you know, it was a different situation because I compared it to the LAFC game. And he said, you know, it was a little bit of a different situation with Jack in the LAFC game. Walker came out because of his hammy. And, uh, yeah, and then he ended up talking about Walker's hamstring, and which was good because that was kind of my follow-up question I was going to ask him is, How's Walker Zimmerman? What's the update on him? And this is what Gary Smith had to say. Look, we've Walker out, and he picked up, um, you know, some soreness that he walked out of training on Friday, and I was hoping that he'd be fine. Um, it seems like the scan's not revealed an awful lot, um, but we'll find out a bit more on Monday. But he's a big loss, and... You know, knowing that I probably had to take Lucas out at some point, um, Daniel does a sterling job in there. I think it was just the, the, the sequence of events against LA that probably presented something that was a little bit tougher to do. So, yes, that's what Gary Smith had to say. He said there was nothing real big about the scans. Nothing came back, you know, bad. So, which is always a good sign. Maybe Walker just needs a little extra rest. Uh, you know, not having a lot of depth at that position right now is kind of not concerning, but yet you still have to utilize what you have right now on your roster. I feel like when Nashville SC does get back to full strength, this team could really go on a deep run. Nashville SC could go on a deep run in the MLS playoffs into the final. This could be a team that wins it all this year. I'm just saying. That's how I look at it. That's what I see. I'm not being biased. I'm being truthful here. The way their offense is, they play fast. They play the flanks left and right. The way they're able to show the chemistry between each other and the way they pass the ball in this diamond formation, sometimes they play the 4-4-2 or if it's a 4-3-2-1 or if it's a 4-2-3-1, whatever it may be, they play phenomenal in it. And they always are on the go trying to score and, you know, if they're winning the corner battle, they're winning free kicks, winning aerial balls, stuff like that, 
that's what's going to win you a ball game, especially in soccer. So uh, hats off to Nashville SC against Chicago. Now on to their next game, which is the U.S. Cup, Lamar Hunt Cup, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. And uh, they face FC Dallas Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Be there, be square. It is going to be a packed house. I cannot wait for the atmosphere. I'm intrigued to see what the uh, the fan, the TIFO, has to be or what the TIFO is going to be. I'm really stoked about this game. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup for the fact of the matter is that Dallas or FC Dallas, they they usually come out in a 4-3-3. It's a little intriguing because recently they haven't been getting the results they want out of the 4-3-3 and sometimes they'll you know transition to a 4-2-3-1 or they'll start out in a 4-2-3-1. Um, it's just one of those type of things where, you know, when, when you can't seem to get possession of the ball, that's where they're struggling right now. They're they're losing majority of the possession battles against any team they're placed. They've played in the last four games. Now they have two wins in their last four or their last five, two wins, one loss, one draw, I believe. So not too shabby. There could be better for them. Uh, but if for Nashville SC, for their sake of it all, it's a big plus. It, in my opinion, this is going to be a gritty type game where it's back and forth. Um, I, I possibly this could be also like a game where it plays out like the Chicago Fire game recently, where if you have you know fast pacey you know forwards like a Fafa or a Schaffelberg, I believe in my opinion, I would think Fafa would get a uh, majority of the minutes in this game, and uh, you know. Finding pockets behind the wing backs or behind the center backs, that's kind of what Nashville's MO is right now. That's what their motto is. So if they can do that, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to say Nashville SC wins this game two to zero or two to one. All the matchups they've had against each other has either been a clean sheet for one of the sides or it's just been a draw. Uh zero zero. Uh, which is an interesting little thing to look at because if if it's either one side or the other, that means somebody's going to have good possession. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Nashville SC always plays FC Dallas well. Um, they both play each other tight and gritty like I've been talking about. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see how this game plays out. It, it should be interesting. And uh, let me just backtrack just a tad second here. Let's talk about Joe Willis. Joe Willis is having an impeccable season. Has six clean sheets. He's tied for first in the MLS right now with Stefan Fry, who is the uh, goalkeeper for the Seattle Sounders. Pretty impressive the fact that Joe Willis is literally up here right now. And as long as he can stay up here, sky's the limit. I feel like it, with the with the injury depth right now being very, very slim for Nashville SC at center back. Joe Willis has taken his game to the next level and stepped up when the team needs him most. So if you can get a goalkeeper like that that can step up for you when you need him at rough times, especially in in this part of the season where, you know, the seasons are starting to change, the weather seasons are starting to change, it's getting more humid, you're getting – you know, it's harder to breathe. Conditioning gets a little bit more difficult, especially on short weeks like this where you have a game on a Saturday and then you have Sunday, Monday to really recover. And then Tuesday is kind of probably a walkthrough day. You kind of do film. And, you know, it's just one of those quick quick little turnaround days. So, um, yeah, 
that's kind of where Nashville SC is right now. If they can kind of get a quick turnaround, so that's kind of why I'm I'm leaning towards more of a tight, maybe one two zero margin uh, for this type of game. It could end one one. We could see some extra time action. I mean, that's very possible. Um, but just because the legs, and you know that that's that's another thing is that uh, recently. FC Dallas got their game suspended or abandoned, however you want to describe it, against St. Louis FC due to weather, real bad weather. So their legs are not as tired, probably. And, um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow. This is going to be an interesting game. If I had to give probably some prediction, like I'm saying 1-0, 2-0, maybe 1-1, maybe this is the first time both teams score. Um, but if I had to give like some sort of like play, like you know, play as in like a, a, a pick, I would probably say over one and a half goals, and it's probably going to be at a bad value. So one and a half goals and take Nashville SC on the corner spread, whatever it may be, probably is going to be minus one. Um, or you can just take them straight up to win the corner battle. And uh, those are my type of props I love to take of the corner battles because when you have teams like Nashville SC who are always on the attack, always creating chances, that's where you can go hammer them, take it to the bank. Um, but, yeah, that's what I have to say about Nashville SC. Great work from them recently. Great job just being able to cover the team and it's just a fun atmosphere if you haven't been to the stadium highly recommend it next what i want to transition to with atmosphere is this upcoming summer the nhl draft is going to be here in nashville the nashville predators recently last night had the draft lottery happen so they ended up getting pick number 15 which is not too shabby but you also got to remember we have Edmonton's first-round pick as well, and they're still in the playoffs, so we'll have to see where that pick lands. That'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I've talked about the NFL draft. We're, we're past it. We're just going to have to see what happens when OTAs and walkthroughs and spring – or not spring training <laughs> – uh, when fall practices start, uh, we'll have to see what happens there. But very optimistic about that. And um, – yeah, I think that's kind of what I have about the sports scene right now. And now to the last segment of the Nick Frazier podcast. Yes, Meals with Meatball, Nashville Nasties, Tennessee Tasties. We'll start with the Nashville Nasty, save the Tennessee Tasties for last. You know, something sweet, you know. Uh, but yeah, Nashville Nasties, I was going to work one, I think Saturday morning. It was, yeah, I think it was like, yeah, Saturday morning is when I was going to work or something. And uh, I stopped at McDonald's. I normally don't like stopping at McDonald's because it's just... I don't know. It's just kind of not, and it's not towards my way. It's kind of out of my way. And uh, so I stopped. I was like, hey, can I get one black coffee? He goes, well, we're closed. I was like, okay. Well, on my phone, I said, open that four. So I, she told me to pull up the window. So I did. I pulled up the window. And she goes, uh, what do you need? I was like, well, I just get one cup of black coffee. That's all I need. I said, I'm headed to work. I'm kind of in a little bit of a time crunch. Need to be there by like five or whatever. And she goes, uh, well, the coffee machine is broken. I was like, okay. And then after that, she goes, well, we also, we don't open until 4. I was like, yeah, it's 4.30. Like, can I have a cup of coffee, please? Please, I, I just need some coffee. And she goes, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're closed right now. The coffee machine is broken. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, don't be don't be antsy about it. It's fine. Totally fine with that. I, I just, like, asked twice politely. Then I just, I left because she said, wasn't any coffee. I mean, the coffee machine was broken, apparently. Just like the McFlurry machine's always broken. So, I mean, hey. I'm, I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to go to work and see if I can work the coffee machine there. I, I didn't know we had really, I didn't know how to work the coffee machine at work. It was just really big industrial. But um, uh, so I figured out how to work it at work. Uh, that's weird. Work it at work. I figured out how to work the coffee machine at work. So I get this Colombian roast. I, I like Colombian roast. I've had a Colombian roast before. I'm a, I like the, uh, 
dark blend and the medium blend. I just love black coffee straight up, dark blend, medium blend, whatever. And so I got this Colombian roast, and I smelled it. I was like, mm, that smells pretty good. I put it in the little pod thing, whatever, and put the coffee in there. I tasted it. It tasted like dirty sink water. I've never had dirty sink water before, but I just imagine that's probably what it tasted like. Oh my God, it was disgusting. I mean, I had to go and grab a different little like coffee pod, whatever was there. And I got, um, it's actually my favorite one we have. It's, um, I think it's a French roast, I think is what it is. A dark French roast. It's my favorite, but man, the Colombian roast was, oh, oh, it was so bad. It was awful. I don't know what, what's your guys like nasty of the week, Nashville nasty. I mean, mine's coffee. I, I, if I don't have the right kind of coffee, it's just going to put a damper on the day. I'm sorry. I mean, I love my coffee. I, 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 yeah, I'll do it. I'll call myself a coffee connoisseur. I, I've had a lot of different blends of coffee, different variations of it. It's just something I enjoy. I enjoy drinking a nice cup of coffee in the morning, a hot cup of coffee. It just it kind of makes you feel like you've done something productive for the day already. You're getting a little extra jolt to the day. So uh, for me, that's my Nashville nasty. I was kind of upset that the flavor of the Colombian roast was not good. But yeah, not a fan of it. Not going to drink it when I'm at work. My Tennessee Tasty. Here we go. This is the best part of it all. My Tennessee Tasty this week, it's got to go hands down to... Nashville meat and threes. I went to Bishop's meat and three the other day, man, got me some fried chicken, got some green beans, mac and cheese, potatoes. You know, it's yeah. Ended up getting more than two sides. Uh, got some banana pudding to go along with it. Unbelievable. I mean, that's just me. I love Bishop's meat and three. It's really good. Some other stuff that I've had recently was uh, barbecue. Had some barbecue recently. I think I'd said on the last podcast, at least now that I do these podcasts, you know, back-to-back on week-to-week basis. I got to figure out, got to go more places, make sure it doesn't overlap. But yeah, no, that is uh, what I've done recently for Tennessee Tasties. Uh, Something sweet. I said we're going to end on something sweet. Yes, my mom recently made this yellow cake. It's just, I think it was, tasted kind of the texture of a rum cake my grandmother makes, but it's a yellow cake and it has some like glaze on top of it. Mm, Primo. That is my Tennessee Tasty of the week and uh yeah i'm gonna think i'm gonna get some ice cream this week going up uh for episode 60 gotta do something kind of crazy for episode 60 uh when i get to episode 100 i'll do something crazy i gotta start bringing the food reviews back for the podcast whatever but uh yeah that's all i got for this episode of the nick frazier podcast check out nashville sc take on fc dallas for the Lamar cup or u.s open cup uh, that'll be awesome to watch Wednesday, 7.30. Check it out. It'll be a good watch. You can watch it somewhere online. I will be at the game, so if you're going to be at the game, please reach out to me. I'll meet you somewhere. I'll give you a shout-out, whatever. always love interacting with people that listen to the podcast. I'll see you guys tomorrow at the game if you're going to be there. If not, you know what to do. On the Nick Frazier Podcast, you can go on you know Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, and obviously YouTube to watch the podcast. So you can go to any of those various platforms or your preferred streaming platform to listen or watch the Nick Frazier podcast. Greatly appreciate all the support the podcast. If you could share with two people, I'd be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, if you want to find exclusive content of the Nick Frazier podcast in between episodes, go to the Nick Frazier podcast Instagram page at the Nick Frazier podcast. It will have my logo as a white background with my logo on the front of it. Uh, so give, give that a follow. Share with a few friends and family. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.